This is Richard Pryor Jr. and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson along with Greg Airbar and our guest Joyce Bullifant. Joyce's book, My Four Hollywood Husbands, is the story of Joyce's life and career, which spans the worlds of film, television, and the Broadway stage, but it is also a story about eternal love that is woven through the fabric of the entertainment world. Joyce's book also offers a rare glimpse of two of the most respective legends in the world of entertainment, Ellen Hayes, the first lady of American theater, and the grandmother of two of her children, and Lillian Gish, the accomplished actress that Joyce considered her favorite. Godmother. My Four Hollywood Husbands is available through Amazon.com as well as JoyceBullifant.com. You can follow Joyce on Twitter at JoyceBullifant as well as Facebook.com forward slash JoyceBullifant official. Joyce Bullifant can also be seen in the Amazon Prime original movie I Hate Kids, directed by her son John Asher and starring Tom Everett Scott and Titus Burgess. I Hate Kids also marks the final screen appearance of Joyce's husband, Roger Perry. Greg? Oh, one other thing I wanted to ask about Happiest Millionaire is, uh-huh. do you have any anecdotes about members of the cast? <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren, who you worked with directly, or John <laughs> Davidson? Because I know you were in a scene uh, with him. In well, the... I'll tell you who I just thought was incredible talent, and and that's Tommy Steele. Yes. Oh my gosh, he's He's unbelievable. He's so charming, and he's so nice, and he taught me how to do seances. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. He did. The writer, A.J. Carruthers, and his wife, Carol, who, by the way, is about to open my front door at any moment. Okay. Come stay with me. Um, All of us, and I've forgotten, oh, Jimmy, I was married to Jimmy. Mm -hmm. It was Jimmy and me, Carol and A.J., Tommy Steele, and I guess his wife. And he taught us about doing a, a glass upside down with the letters around a circle and putting your finger on the glass would move. And, man, did that glass move. But Carol and A.J. had twin boys, and the glass kept saying Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. It kept writing Mickey Mouse. And we said, what in the world? Why is it doing that? You know, we were wa- working at Disney and everything, and it said, Mickey Mouse sick, Mickey Mouse sick. We thought, what in the world? And then one of the little babies was crying, and Carol went in, and he had Mickey Mouse pajamas on and had a fever. Oh. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> but Tommy really was into it. He said one time the glass would fly off the table, and, oh, I love all that mysterious stuff. I <laughs> so much fun. Other people think it's kind of crazy, and it is kind of crazy, but it's fun crazy. Yeah. Uh, but he said that his sister, who had passed away, w- said she was going to come see him at 2 o'clock and that when he was alone. And he went to Piccadilly Square and stood there. He got so scared. Mm. <laughs> well, he had all of us believing everything. But he was probably manipulating it. But he, we totally went along with it. It was really fun. He just turned 81. He's still with us. He did? Yes. I'd love to be in touch with him. It was so sweet. I hope he's still married to Anne. She was such a sweet lady. He's in England, yes, yes. probably. Yeah, and he I don't know if he did last year, but he did Scrooge every year, the musical. It became a tradition. So he was still performing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd love to see him. Uh, Walt, this is something you might not know. Walt Disney had in the works 
a series for Tommy and me and Leslie Ann and oh. John Davidson. Oh. And the series was that uh, Leslie Ann and I were guides at Disneyland, and Tommy and uh, Davidson were our boyfriends. Wouldn't that have been fun? Yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been I know. Fantastic. Can we do it now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. In charge of the old fogies at Disney. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll make a call. We'll yeah, make a few calls. We'll make a few calls. <laughs> we need a good writer. Absolutely. Lots of imagination. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, there's actually a lot of Disney history with you and with James MacArthur and with Helen Hayes. And yes. I, I remember when you were at the D23 Expo, you talked about how even years before you did Happiest Millionaire, you were on the movie sets of a lot of the classic films like Swiss Family Robinson and things like oh, that. Oh, yes. I got pregnant on that set. <laughs> <laughs> but, but behind the camera. Not, not the actual set, but on location. <laughs> we, were, we were on an island in Tobago for six months, and everybody else was being creative, so I thought I should <laughs> That's how I got my Charlie, my firstborn son. (laughs) Where are you going to go with that one? (laughs) I just wondered if you had, um, you mentioned the encounter with Walt Disney once before. Were there any other stories about that that you could share? Was that the only time you met him? Oh, no, I met him, I'm trying to think, the first time, oh, the first time, I think, was on uh, Third Man on the Mountain, when I was visiting Helen, had taken me to Europe. It was shot in Switzerland. That's where the Matterhorn ride comes from. Yes. And uh, Helen had taken me there to uh, to see Jimmy and my first trip to Europe, and uh, that's all in my book, too. Mm-hmm. And I met... Uh, Mr. Disney at that time, and I, I just thought, wow, that's Walt Disney. That's nice. <laughs> He's a nice gentleman. I think he had on, he had on kind of a Swiss hat, one of those velvet hats, and uh, a green velvet hat with a little uh, feather in it that they wear, the Tyrolean tr- hat. Yes. And he may have had lederhosen on, if I remember correctly. And I just thought he was a very impressive-looking man. And later in life, his daughter, uh, Sharon Disney, uh, became a very close friend. And I directed his grandchildren in a a play that I did at a school for dyslexic children where John was. So I was quite involved with the Disney family. And Diane Disney lived down the street from me in Tarzana when Jimmy and I were married, and we both lived in a home that was uh, designed by a lady, a famous architect lady designer, of of an English carriage house. It was a wonderful home. I dream about that home a lot. Isn't that funny? That was my first real home. I think that's why. But uh, Diane Disney had the same type of house down the street from us. Well, my first house was located on Princess Diana Court, which is not Disney-like, but if, that should be a Disney name. My goodness, really? Yeah. The complex was called Tierra, so all the street names had royalty 
Oh, I like that. I yeah. like that. I love anything to do with royalty. Yeah, and I had to renew my driver's license within a year of purchasing the house. And I'm standing in line at the DMV. And the complex was so new that, that the street names had not registered with the city of Vallejo. I was living in Vallejo at the time. I finally come up to my place in line. And the person at the DMV looks at my application, looks at me, and says, Are you kidding? Princess Diana Court. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. We're talking to Joyce Bullifont, the actress all of you know for her many appearances on such popular game shows as Match Game and Password, as well as her roles in such film, TV, and stage productions as The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Love Thy Neighbor, The Bill Cosby Show, Perry Mason, Alcoa Presents, The Paisley Convertible, Disney's The Happiest Millionaire, and of course, Airplane. Joyce's book by four. Hollywood Husbands is the story of her life and career, interwoven through the story of her marriages to James MacArthur, Edward Mallory, William Asher, and Roger Perry. My four Hollywood Husbands, available through Amazon.com as well as JoyceBullifont.com. You can follow Joyce on Twitter at JoyceBullifont as well as Facebook.com forward slash official. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. 2019 it's the 40th anniversary of the release of airplane joyce i understand you had, you had a screening of airplane not too long ago you it was the first time you saw that movie in years yes well i, well, I had neighbors recently uh, invited me over i had a red carpet out and uh, just a few friends to watch it and some had never seen it, and they were falling off their chairs watching it you know i didn't want to do that movie i I thought it was the most stupid script I ever read in my life with people coming down the baggage claim and I, and the, the airplane going into the... Tr- I, this, is, this doesn't make any sense. And I was married to William Asher at the time. He said, you are an actress. You act. And that's the only reason I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was happy to hear later that Peter Graves had the same reaction. Mm-hmm. He thought he didn't want to do it either. Well, you mentioned William Asher. One of the uh, takeaways of reading My Four Hollywood Husbands is that your marriage to Bill before your marriage to Roger, your marriage to Bill was, was for the most part, a, a successful, a stable marriage until up until the very end. But what I remember the most is that that was not the first time he would say something like, you're an actress, Joyce. I mean, in fact, if I remember correctly, there was a time during that period when, because you've always been a very practical, grounded person, there was a time the phone was not ringing as often as it used to, so you were looking to possibly pursue a career as an interior decorator because you also had a gift for that, and Bill said, no, you're an actress, you should be acting. That's true. I used to do interior design work uh, in between acting jobs because I had little children that I had to support. Mm -hmm. So I had to keep busy. Luckily, I was really acting most of my life. From the time I was 14, I was so fortunate to always be working. But there were those dry periods, and so I did interior design. And then when Bill and I were married, uh, one of the builders I had worked for came to me and wanted to offer me my whole huge office and to do all the new homes he was doing, and he was going to pay me quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. And I was excited about it, because that's very creative work, too. And Bill said, no, you're an actress, you act. (laughs) He said, okay. (laughs) At the time, I also 
everything when I married Bill, I signed a lot of quick claim deeds. Yeah. And I really didn't have any money on my own. And I thought, you know, I said, if, if you leave me, uh, all of a sudden some young chick comes by and you say, adios, what am I supposed to do? So I, that sort of turned the tables a little bit, and he uh, was a little bit more generous then. Yes. <laughs> but I was going to take the job just so I'd have money in, Absolutely. in Ab- my name. Absolutely. And again, that is one of many stories that you can read more about in my four Hollywood Husbands, which is available through Amazon. Dot com. Greg and I were, were talking about this just before we called you. It was, and tell me if I'm wrong, it was around the time you were married to Bill that you first started doing a lot of game show appearances. Oh, yes, I was. I think it was before I was married to Bill I was doing those. Well, I've talked to a number of people such as yourself who have done a lot of game shows, and that's a different kind of performing in that you're not playing a character, you're being Joyce. Yes, and that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Some actors are terrified of that. Yeah. Yes, actors are terrified of showing their true colors. <laughs> and my my difficulty was being dyslexic. I can't spell. And on Match Game, you have to write down the answers, and then you show them to Jean uh, Rayburn. Mm-hmm. And... I I was petrified. Lots of times I could not spell the word, so that's why I came up with those crazy answers of something I could spell. <laughs> you know, just, and and one day, I remember the word well. It was stethoscope. Oh, my. No way. There's no way I could spell that. But there was just no no way around it. I had to write that. It, or it was, I, I would appear more blonde than I am. (laughs) I had it all figured out that I'd take it out of the spot, say the word, and put it back in really fast so Gene wouldn't see it. So he walked by and he said, okay, what does blondie have to say? And I said, stethoscope. And I didn't put it right back in and he walked away and he said, wow, I can't believe she got it right. (laughs) He stopped in his tracks, turned around and said, wait a minute. How did you spell that? <laughs> and I went, oh, no. And I took it out, and he took it, and he showed the world how I spelled. And that was a terrible moment for me. Of course, I I laughed my way through it. Mm-hmm. But for anyone who is dyslexic and has gone through that struggle, they know that that was a pretty hurtful moment. That, that's like the teacher showing it to the whole class. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And in a way, that's sort of a capsule. Of, look, that would never have happened today because we have a lot more awareness of not only dyslexia, but autism. If it were handled on tape, it would either be cut or it would be handled a lot more sensitive. But back then, because we didn't know, there was not the sort of knowledge and awareness of these sort of things. The perception was Joyce couldn't spell. Joyce must not be very bright. And that was not the case at all. And there's people who just... It makes you feel not very bright. Exactly. And you know what? I think a little bit of my codependency was lack of of Mm self-esteem and not understanding because I did not know that I was dyslexic until I was uh, married to Bill Mm -hmm. Asher Mm -hmm. and in my 40s. And all of a sudden it was like, wow, I'm not stupid. I just learned differently. Yeah. 
and then it became an absolute passion with me to create a public awareness program for dyslexia and did two films about it, a musicals with dyslexic children and Hollywood stars so that people would learn that it's a condition that is, uh, if treated properly in school, then you learn. Uh, you, it's just a different way of learning. Yeah, and our, and our challenge as people is to recognize that it's a different way of learning and to adapt ourselves to respond to that so that, okay, maybe it takes a little more effort on our part as the teacher to communicate to that particular student, but that's what teaching is all about, finding a way to communicate to the student, you know, regardless of what their background is. Right, we're not all, we're not all cookie cutters. That's right, <laughs> that's right. My Four Hollywood Husbands by Joyce Bullifant is available at Amazon.com and other online retailers. We'll take a quick time out, then we'll play more of our conversation with actor Robert Hooks when we come back on TV Confidential. Attention real estate investors. Do you need cash immediately? If you own one or multiple rental properties, you can use your equity to get cash out fast. The best part is we don't need tax returns or even a good credit score. At America's Loan Source, we are not a bank and we don't have bank rules. We make the decisions to loan you money and there's no limit how much we can give you. Some clients have gotten as much as $500,000 or more within days. Use the money any way you want if you own one rental property or a hundred and COVID has left you in a cash crunch we can help you turn your equity into fast cash call now for details and close in as little as 10 days and get the cash you need 800-475-4261-800-475-4261-800-475-4261 that's 800-475-4261 be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.